Are you tired of waking up with a dry mouth, feeling sluggish? I was too, until I discovered the power of mouth taping. I read a book called Breathe and it opened my eyes to how I could get a better sleep. So I started taping my mouth and the results were astounding. Not only did I wake up feeling refreshed, but the data on my whoop suggested I was getting more REM and more deep sleep, which led to me feeling better every morning. But I wanted a better solution, not just sticky tape, something that was effective and comfortable. That is why I co-founded Recoverite with a few friends. We are dedicated to helping Australians get fast and easy access to mouth tape and nose tape so you can breathe better, sleep better and recover right. Use the discount code TMTCP for 10% off at the checkout. Sleep better with recover right. The Manlet Camp Project Podcast, a podcast empowering career-driven men to live more fulfilling lives. We are here to challenge your beliefs, redefine success, and talk about the important stuff in a relatable way. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. My name's Lockie Stewart. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Manlet Camp Project Podcast. I'm your host, Lockie Stewart. Thought I'd change that one up. Think about this. What kind of person would I have to become to get all that I want? There's a quote that I heard today uh, while I was listening to some Jim Rohn, which is always beneficial. And off the back of that, I called my wife's grandmother for her 84th birthday, 84th trip around the sun. And during our conversation, one thing she said, she goes, look, Lockie, I'm, I'm not that young anymore. I wish I could go back to being 70 or even 60. And I was sitting there thinking for my 31-year-old's mind, and I was worried about turning 40, but here you are going, I can't wait to get, I wish I could go back to 70 or 60. And it started me thinking again about maximizing our time here on earth and thinking about the fact that everything we do and everything we have in our life is connected in some way, shape, or form, meaning you know, your poor health, if you're physically unhealthy, it impacts other areas of your life. It may impact your ability to look after your children or play with your kids. It may impact your confidence uh, to enjoy experiences uh, at the beach or various things like that, right? See how they're all linked up. And it was pretty, pretty cool to think about, but it brought me to what I want to talk about during this episode, which is the framework for a great life. Before we dive into it, I do want you to think about the Strong Men of Value Academy. We've had a number of members come back, which is awesome. It's always cool when people go away and realize, hey, I want the want the community and I want to be able to um, be a, a part of something that is ambitious. Sorry, tongue twisted there. That challenges me to be ambitious and get the most out of myself. And we've also had a number of new members. We've got our youngest member who is 18. So it's awesome to see even young blokes now going, hey, if I want to be the best version of myself, I need to hang around those who can sort of inspire me and challenge me and even give me experiences and perspective to be better. And we've also had our most seasoned veteran who is an absolute, one of the greatest blokes I've had the pleasure of chatting with uh, who's joining and he's going to add so much value to our community as well. So it's been a very, very exciting week. So if you're looking 
a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about in this framework, if you feel it's where you're at and what you need help with and you want to be a part of a global community of men who are wanting to improve their mental fitness, wanting to improve their physical fitness, then you can find out more on the website, themanthatcanproject.com forward slash strong men of value and hit the apply button. And uh, if I feel our uh, academy will add value to you and vice versa, if I, you know, I'm always talking about, I'm pretty selective. I, if I feel like I would have a beer with you and, you know, I check out your Instagram, I jump on a phone call with you, then I'm more often than going to not so going to accept your application. If I feel you're better suited in another program, I'll hit you up with that. So anyway, enough for me. If you're enjoying these episodes, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button for all the updates and more. If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, would mean a bucket load if you could take a moment to hit the review button, hit a five-star uh, because it does help with other blokes who stumble across to go, there's people listening and there's people getting value. So thank you. Anyway, let's let's jump into it. So a question to think about, as I mentioned at the beginning, what kind of person would I have to become to get all that I want? And this is putting the onus back on you going, okay, well, who you are right now may not be the version of yourself you need to become in order to get what you want. And there are so many blokes out there, and I've been in this position, who sit back and go, I don't really know what I want from my life. And being in that position can leave you feeling, I guess, underwhelmed, or let's let's say overwhelmed because there's so much opportunity and there's so much possibility, but it can also be extremely damaging to confidence because every day you wake up feeling like you don't have purpose. Every day you feel like, uh, sorry, you wake up lacking fulfillment. And from a young age, many of us have you know, you look at children and they're so positive and they're so excited and opportunistic about life. And over time, if we lose direction, if we don't gain clarity around or certainty around who we are as an individual, we lose direction, right? We lose focus on what's important to us. And it's one of, I believe, you know, the saddest things when I, I I have experienced it firsthand where I didn't have purpose, I didn't have direction, and I wasn't in the best place mentally as a result of that. And I speak to men all the time who, um, you know, share their stories, and I I've really do feel for them. But I also get excited because I know how easy it is to turn it around. You know, for me, it's like when I think about what's a great life, and I would definitely encourage you to think about what a great life is for you. It's got to start by thinking about what you know, who you need to become and what you want to experience. And I'm going to give you some um, some of those questions to answer and framework. So if you are, you know, sitting down or you want to definitely come back to this with a pen and notepad or like, uh, actually, I didn't mention this, um, putting through a new course within our uh, academy where you'll be able to go through the framework for a great life and actually all the questions will be there. There will be worksheets. So if you get value from this episode, I would definitely look at uh, getting into the academy just to get your hands on on the framework for all of this. But to me, when I think about what a great life is, it's really limiting my regrets. I don't want to look back going, I wish I'd done more of that. I wish I had uh, taken more time to experience those. I wish I'd gone on more walks or take more days off work or whatever it may be because I'm reading a book at the moment called The Five Truths of the Dying. 
And it also probably ties into the conversation that I had with my grandmother-in-law today. And a lot of the things they talk about isn't based around money, isn't based around work. And a lot of us spend the majority of our time at work. And it's funny to think about. Think about how much time you're spending at work every week. And then I challenge or I would ask you to ask yourself, do you find fulfillment from that work? Very few of you will. So why do you allow so much of your time, and probably just answering my own question, it's generally money, but why would you allow so much of your stress to come from work, your time to go to work when it's not fulfilling? So I speak about, I put a reel out the other day as well, just quickly uh, around success isn't always measured through hard work because I know plenty of blokes who are working hard and they aren't getting the results that they want. And so I was thinking about, okay, what's the ROI on the return on investment from your hard work? And you need to think about that. So uh, one of the things is like learning, right? Learning is extremely important. And I know people who are like personal development junkies, they're always reading books, listening to podcasts, but where they fall short is they aren't taking action. It's like eating a whole heap of food, fueling up, and then not you know putting the car on the road. Eventually, it'll overflow and flood the engine. So this framework, right? There's two ways of looking at it. It doesn't need to be complex, especially if you haven't looked into vision setting, goal setting, or you really have never had much direction in your life. But as with anything, when you become more competent, when you become more comfortable with it, you can add the next layer. That's what I've done. I've been working hard at this for eight years. And for some of you, that maybe seems like a long time. For others, you're like, you're still an absolute rookie. And to me, I think I am an absolute rookie with all this. I've got so much to learn and so many experiences to have. However, what I know now, I wish I knew back then, but I probably wasn't ready for it. So take it layer by layer. Um, and I would probably recommend going back to some earlier podcasts for those who aren't experienced with goal setting and all of that. But I want to give you the framework. But if you find goal setting overwhelming, you probably um, find some simpler things, maybe the smart method, et cetera. It's all beneficial. But here's the first thing. Write a list of things that you want to try, that you want to experience, that you want to see, that you want to share, and just give yourself five, 10 minutes and write down as many things as you possibly can. Right? This is the simple one. Then choose the top four and work towards making that happen. Super simple. Right, you'll learn a number of things along the way around, like whether you really enjoyed it or not, uh, discipline, consistency, communication, teamwork, all those sorts of things will pop up for you. But for those who are ready to really understand it, then continue continue listening. <clears throat> so the first part, right? if we look at this as like an umbrella, the first thing is vision setting what you want your life to look like. And let's just say 10 years time. So we're currently at 2022. In 2032, right, the year of the Brisbane Olympics, what do you want your life to look like? And you can set goals around, uh, you know, the economic situation, so your finances, your investments, all of that sort of stuff. You can set it around material possessions. You can set it around personal development goals, you know, your health, your vitality, um, what you understand, how well you communicate. You can put it around family, your social life, your lifestyle, um, 
all of this you, you service, giving back to people and or to causes. And you can set goals all around this stuff. But when you think about the vision, the, the question to really think about is this, and this is where I want you to start, very similar to what I said earlier in this, but what do you want within the next five to 10 years? And I would recommend taking 10 minutes to make a list of, let's let's say a minimum 30 to 50 things. And as I said, some prompts. What do I want to do? Right, answer that question. What do I want to see? Who do I want to be? What do I want to have? And what do I want to share? Right, there are a few prompt questions. And just continue to write. This isn't the time to get specific. This isn't the time to overthink it. Just write it down. That will come next. You should have a nice long list. Now, once you've got that list, and I'm assuming you've paused this now unless you're driving, and you've you've made that list, right? Once again, this is one of those things where you just continue learning and continue listening and you don't ever take action on anything. The next thing is I want you to go through your list, right? I want you to write when you think you can accomplish these things. So go through and you might go, all right, this is a one-year goal. This is a three-year goal. This is a five-year goal. This is a 10-year goal. I want you to go, and obviously, you can have multiple one-year goals. You can have multiple three, five, 10-year goals, seven-year goals, whatever it looks like, based off maybe the importance of it, based off how long you feel it will take to achieve. But go through and do that now. I'm going to assume that you've done that one as well. Now, from that, based off the numbers next to it, you know, I would say anything from five to 10 year would be a long-term goal. Anything from sort of one to three years, or sorry, or let's even say one to five years. Actually, now let's go three to 10 years would be a long-term goal. One to three is a short-term goal and anything under a year is like an instant goal, an immediate goal that you can work towards now. So within those long-term goals, right, they're things that you know, you're know you looking forward to in the future because when you finish one goal, you don't just stop. And this is one of the things that I'm really trying to educate a lot of members in our academy because they come in and do one game plan, right? And a game plan is generally based around an instant goal, right? You got that. That was picture and I was talking to an audience and you guys were going to say it back to me then. But it's an instant goal. And within the the 12-week game plan, when you're doing an instant goal, what happens when you get towards the end of it? Obviously, you're still focused on that goal, but there should always be another goal. The growth doesn't stop. In order to create a life you're, you're excited by, you need to continually be working towards these things. Yeah, you can have a two to three-week break or whatever. But you should always be moving to the next goal. And it's about appreciating the process, learning, reviewing, reflecting, and then going. And it's also very important. You know, you've now made this list and you've given yourself an idea of whether it's a one, three, five-year goal. The next thing is to work out which of those are the most important one-year goals, which you know, let's say let's choose um, the top three. What are the top three one-year goals that you've got there? What are the top three three-year goals, the top three five-year goals, and the top three 10-year goals. And let's say they're the ones that you focus on. Don't get scared by the fact that you've now made a decision. It's not set in stone. It's really important that you continue to revise your short and long-term goals. 
work out which ones are still a priority. As you grow, things may not be on there, and that's okay. You can move them. You can reprioritize. You can pivot. That's all fine. But at least you've given yourself a roadmap. It means, hey, in order for me to achieve these 10-year goals or in order for me to achieve this five-year goal, this three-year goal, this one-year goal, here's what has to happen. This now becomes a goal. That goal then gets attached to a plan and then you need to be held accountable and you need to take action to working that plan daily. It really can be that simple. But <clears throat> as I as I continue to harp on about it, it's like the reason why I find it so comfortable for, to go from game plan to game plan to game plan to game plan to game plan, and I've done it for years, is because I took the time right, to create a vision for what I wanted my life to look like. Some things have changed, which is fine, but some things or a lot of things that I have achieved. I've also got the long-term goals around finances, around what I want my lifestyle to be like, around my health. And I've got the goals that I'm working towards over the next three years, and I've got the goals that I'm focused on this year. So I would love to hear from you. If you've found this you know, beneficial and it's got you more excited about goal setting, you want to check out uh, this framework when we <clears throat> upload it in the academy. So it should be up there. I've just started filming it today, actually. So over the next, I would say, 10 days, it will be up there. But there'll be things based around, obviously, how to create a vision, questions there. There'll be worksheets, uh, long-term goal setting, accountability, how to set goals, why you should be specific, how to find the right accountability, and various things like that are, that are going to be extremely helpful for you to develop the skill of goal setting, to develop the skill of deciding and creating direction for the quality of your life. If you got value from this, Leave a review, share it on your socials, do whatever you need to do to get this uh, material in the hands of other men who can benefit from it. And as I say all the time, do something today to be better for tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Man That Can Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart, and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. We'll see you again next time.